What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating channel. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in the world with the wheelers. Hey, so if you are tuning in this week, we have a great question. We're continuing on our theme of answering questions that you send to us anonymously. If you didn't know that you could send us a question, you can. We have a Google form in our bio on Instagram, on YouTube, anywhere you go. Make sure you click that link and send us a question. We would love to be able to answer it for you. But this week, we are answering the question, how do you know if you found the right person? Great question. Yeah, because here's the thing. You can't have a good marriage if you pick the wrong person. <laughs> well, it's just really, 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 really hard. Imagine, you know, wearing shoes that are too small or too big. It's just, you can walk. It's just really, really hard. Yeah. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button, comment on the video if it impacted you, because all of that helps YouTube drive the numbers up so more and more people can see it and yeah. be helped. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a review if you enjoy this content um, or Spotify or wherever else people listen to podcasts. Yeah, so I'm going to jump right in. This person had a very simple question, which is, how yes, do I know? Yes when I found the right person. Uh, and I don't think there's a formula. I don't think there's a one size fits all for how do I know when I found the right person because everybody's different, everyone's unique. Yeah. Now, I do have a few things that I'm gonna share that you definitely wanna make sure you and this person are in sync with because if y'all are not aligned in these few questions I'm gonna ask you, then you definitely wanna take some cause to pause and be like, look, I don't know if I should continue this relationship. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so. These are things you definitely want to know before you marry them. The first thing is this, for yourself, do you have a peace about marrying this person or even dating this person? Do you have a peace from God about it? And what do I mean by that? And this may not come the first date. So I, I don't wanna be one of those Christians where I'm over-spiritualizing it. So I'm not necessarily talking about the first date, but if you've been dating them for two months and you still don't feel a peace from God about being with this person, to me, that's wild. Am I tripping for that? Yeah, I mean, no, you're not sure, but sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think I would even take it a little bit further for, uh, especially for the ladies, and not just necessarily having a piece about marrying the person, because when I hear that, I think about the wedding day. And I think that it's really easy to say, oh, yeah, I picture myself, you know, like walking down the aisle, like towards this man. And, and a lot of us girls, we think about our wedding day, like way before we're mm -hmm. even like out of college or before we even meet the person we're going to marry. So it's not really about, do I have a piece about marrying this yeah. person? But it's more about, do I have a piece about being with this person until I'm 89 years old? Or when this person is sick, or when I'm sick, or when we're broke, or when, you know, kind of all the things that you commit to when you make those vows. But do I have a piece about being with this person day in and day out for the rest of my life? You know, like, am I kind of, come hell or high water, I, I want to, I'd rather be, you know, Broke under a bridge with Tim, then rich in a palace with some jerk. Yeah, absolutely. You'd make me laugh while we were there. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what have a piece about the marriage, not about the wedding day. And let me just say this. You need to have, say yes to all of these questions I'm about to say. You can't have one and not have yeah, the rest. Yeah. Because here's the thing, our piece be wrong sometimes. Sometimes you think you got a piece about something and it ain't really God. That's why you need accountability, you need friends, you need other people to be able to speak into that. Uh, so let's just be clear on that. All right, second thing, do they accept and respect your calling? 
So whatever God has called you to do here on earth, does this person accept that? And do they actually want to help you accomplish that? Because here's what you don't want. You don't want to be a missionary that wants to go to Zimbabwe and live there for the rest of your life and try to marry somebody who wants to be a Fortune 500 CEO in New York. Like, that's not going to work. Y'all never going to be together. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're with somebody that says, hey, I like what you're doing with your life and I can see myself partnering with you right. to do that. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, that's so, 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 so huge. Because a lot of times if we follow our feelings too much, and this is where, you know, the media and culture messes with us when it comes to, you know, choosing a spouse. It's like, it's a lot of times like, do you love that person? And most, like, if you've been dating for a good amount of time, like, chances are you have pretty strong feelings for them or else you wouldn't even be, you know, with them anymore. You, you're attracted to them. You enjoy being around them. All of those things, yeah. like the emotions are kind of already established. But emotions, as we know, don't sustain a marriage. Yep. So, like, just because you have emotions towards that person right now doesn't mean they're going to be there 10, 15, 20, 35 years down the road. Um, so, it's really important that you don't make a decision off of, like, oh, well, I really want to be with that person. Like, that's good, and that does need to be there, especially when you're dating. But that's, like, step one. It's not necessarily, like, that may be why you start dating somebody or why you become, like, their boyfriend or girlfriend. That shouldn't be why you walk down the aisle. It needs to be a bigger purpose, a bigger, you know, bigger picture to the story. Yeah. The next thing is, do they love God and pursue him with the same passion and pursuit as you do? Now, let me be clear here. I'm not saying they need to pursue God exactly how you do. So you may wake up at 7 a.m., 6 a.m., 5 a.m., have your quiet time. As soon as you wake up, you only need to brush your teeth, wash your face. You can just wake up and get in the Word. Your partner may not be able to do that. Most likely, they won't be able to do that. They may need to read it during the day or at night, whatever. But is the passion and the desire, that's really what it is. Is it the desire of your partner's heart to pursue God? Whatever that looks like for them. And if that is to the same degree as you are, then I think you're on the right track. Give you a practical example. For me, when I was dating and I was dating Pauline, one of the things I liked was the fact that she liked serving God and worshiping God as much as I did. Meaning she was always at the same church functions I was at. She was always uh, going through prayer 21 and fasting just like I was. Like she was committed to following Christ. And that was something that was important to me. Yeah, because you, you, what you don't want um, is to marry somebody and then you feel like you're dragging them mm. to certain, not even just spiritual things or like, you know, things of God, but just like, <laughs> you know, even like this is a good example for my single parents out there. Like if you, obviously you love your kid and whoever you marry, they also need to love your kids as well, even though those aren't our biological kids. So like when you are, you all are married and you're going to your kids' plays and their basketball games, they need to be excited about it too and say, hey, when's Johnny's game? I want to move my schedule and make sure it happens. Like you shouldn't be begging them to come to your child's game like they should want to do it on their own and the same thing for um you know for pursuing the things of god it should be that like even things as as kind of down to like health and wellness like if you love if you're vegan like sure you can marry whoever you want and this is by this is definitely like kind of take it with a grain of salt but like just be mindful of those things if you're vegan you're gonna marry a carnivore or somebody who eats you know keto it could be tougher it's gonna be really like uncomfortable and those things obviously change over time obviously people get married 20 years and they're like oh i'm vegetarian now and, you know you can be at work but those are just things to be aware of and some people rank those 
as a higher priority than others. Like for Christians, that should be our number one priority versus the whole diet thing is like, you know. What should be our number one priority? Marrying somebody who's pursuing God the way that you are. Gotcha. And you don't want that to be on the bottom of your priority list. Like, oh, he works out as much as I do, but he only reads the Bible, you know, once a month or like once a week, you know. Yeah, keep the main thing the main thing. All right, right, next point. Is there a natural flow when you talk? Do you have to sit on the phone and try to pull teeth out of this person? Pull teeth. <laughs> or, or does it feel like you're pulling teeth? Right. Thank you. But still, whatever. Y'all get the point. That's gross. <laughs> or could you talk to this person for hours? I remember when we first were dating, we went out and like, we, it was it was cool. Like we would just be talking for a while and then we'd look up and be like, oh man, like. Fast care for you. Almost fast care for you. Yeah. So. Is this someone that you can just talk to about anything for hours? Because here's the thing, y'all. When you get married, there's a lot of time. You're not just going to be having sex all day. I know that's what some people think. Some people think, oh, I just want to have something. But Maybe that's... You're on your honeymoon. <laughs> Amen. But you're going to have a lot of time to talk. Talk about things you like. Talk about bills. Talk about kids. Whatever. Can you talk to this person? Yeah. That is important. Let's move. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, and that even goes to like arguing how you all argue and like deal with conflicts because some people don't know how to argue. Like it becomes extremely disrespectful. You're talking about people's mothers and you know all these like you need to be able to argue and that falls into the communication thing because like you said you are gonna have to talk. So it's not even just a matter of like. Oh, like he's so funny and we have a good time on date night. But when it comes to budgeting, like that gets really weird. Y'all have to talk about budget. You have to talk about family. You have to talk about your dreams, your hopes, your fears. And people don't talk about real stuff or else your marriage is going to feel kind of isolated. Yeah. Next point. This is so let me just put a disclaimer because some of y'all don't care about family or friends. So let me just say if you care about your family or friends, do your family and friends like this person and does this person like your family or friends? This is really important for people who really care about their family and are really close with their family. You don't want to marry someone that is not getting along with your family because that is going to cause a rift. Either yeah. a rift with your family or a rift in your marriage. And that's just not worth it. Right. So make sure you're bringing that person around your family. Make sure they're getting to know them. Make sure you're talking this person up about right. all the good things they've done for you. Right. Uh, and you just want to make sure that that relationship is strong. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say is, do you all agree on how to handle money? This is important. One of the highest causes for divorce in America is money. So you want to make sure you and your partner have similar views or the same views on money. Meaning... If I want to live a debt-free life for the rest of my life, but Pauline wants to go out here and run up debt and she just doesn't care, that's not going to work. Yeah. That's going to be a big problem. So you want to make sure that whoever you're dating, talk about money. Don't be afraid to talk about money. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying first date, second date, third date, talk about this. But I'm saying for those seasoned dating folks out there, or you're dating three, four, five, six months, seven months in, you need to be having these conversations because it's crucial for right. the rest of your life. And I think that's a really good point. And to, for those who are like, how, how do you talk about money? Because we know some couples who like, up until their engagement, <laughs> they didn't even know how much each other made. And that's a little bit of a different conversation. But I think what I heard when you were talking was more of like, get to know the person's mindset. Right. You're not asking them like, 
how much student loan debt do you have? You know, how much did you pay for your car? Like different things like that. But if, you know, he picks you up in, in his car and he's driving a Tesla, you may say, wow, this is a really beautiful car. You know, can I ask, you know, how much, how long did you, did you save for it? Or like, how did you get it? They might say, this is my dad's car. And then you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but if you don't know, you don't ask. And he may say like, yeah, I've saved for this. Like after I got out of college, I, you know, this was a goal of mine or whatever the case is, or it's a company car or whatever. Just kind of learn what people's mindset is about things. You don't need to know cold hard numbers, you know, up until engagement, or maybe they're comfortable sharing that with you. And like, that's great as well. Um, but just kind of don't assume, don't assume that people, because people drive nice cars, that they're, you know, or make, wear nice clothes. Yeah, that they're making $350,000 a year. Don't, don't assume that or because they work for a certain company, um, you know, that they make a certain amount of money. So just don't assume and get to know each other's mindset and like talk about goals and dreams when it comes to finances. Yeah. So what else do you have? I know you got some more. Yeah, I know you, you gave some pretty good ones about how, you know, how you know if this person is the one. And mm -hmm. I think it's a great question. So thank you for whoever, you know, submitted it because I think it's like the, one of the top questions people, um, are kind of hesitant to ask or like are really wondering like, okay, yeah. you got married, but like, how are you so sure that that's the person there's how many ever billion people in the world? How you know that's the one for you? Is there the one that whole thing? And even when, when you're dating people oftentimes are like, Oh, this person's cool. And like I enjoy being with them, but how do I know that I'm supposed to marry them? And yeah. it's a really, really, really good question because marriage is who you choose to marry is the second most important decision you will ever make. The first one is your decision um, to follow or not follow Jesus Christ. That will impact, of course, your eternity and then also your time here on earth. But after that is who you choose to marry. Why is it so important? And I feel like we need to talk about why it's important before we go into it. Some people are like, oh. Like, whoever wants to marry me, I'll marry them. I know, <laughs> please marry yeah, me. Yeah, especially for, like, my friends are not desperate in that way, but some black women, they feel like that's their only kind of, like, Not just black women, women. Yeah, women, they, we just want to get married so badly, your value and worth is not in your, you know, marriage status. What is that thing when status. people go to college and it's like, uh, get MRS, a ring by spring? Yeah, or like your MRS <laughs> degree after your MBA or whatever the case is. Um... So yeah, it is, it's really, really important that you take this decision seriously and like you shouldn't just marry somebody who asks you and you shouldn't just ask somebody to marry you because you've been together for X amount of time and you're X age and X, Y, Z expectations are put on you by culture, by your family, by whoever. But then also on the flip side, you shouldn't be pushing off marriage because you don't feel like you make enough money or because you are not of a certain age or maybe you've done xyz in the past you are not marriage is a great blessing and it's something that i believe god wants the majority of us to enjoy um not because it's like you know about selfish motives because marriage is a reflection of god's heart for the church marriage brings salvation marriage brings hope marriage produces legacies there is no culture without marriage. Marriage is the cornerstone of families. Families are the cornerstone of communities. Communities, of course, are the cornerstone of the nations, of the world. We can go on and on and on. It's a it's a kind of domino effect. So marriage is really, really important. And I don't know why I'm getting on this kind of like soapbox, but like, I mean, I'm a firm believer that marriage is under attack and we won't 
you know, get into all of that, not just the you know, divorce rates and all these other things, but like a lot of us don't take it seriously enough. It's just like something you do, like going to college and it's a, it's a milestone and whatever. And then we look up and then we wonder why people are getting divorced because we don't know what we're doing <laughs> and we haven't taken the time to learn ourselves, learn marriage, learn our spouses, all those things. But I know that's not the case for those of you all watching because you want to do better. And this is why we're so passionate about dating because it's the on-ramp to marriage. Yep. And if you don't date well, your chances, you're going to kind of go into marriage wounded. And some people, you know, you go into dating wounded because we're all broken people and we have broken past. But you can, you know, be better off than what, you know, the enemy obviously would want you to be. And that's what he wants. He wants you to go into marriage crippled and crawling and unequipped and all these things and that's you know we work every single day to prevent that from happening and strengthen you all and encourage you so anyway marriage the decision to marry is very very important and who you marry um is extremely important now on the other side of that when i first heard this question i thought of kind of like a simple response um, i thought of like well how do you know anything is right for you mm -hmm. because you know as we talk about all the time a lot of times you know christian dating is very over spiritualized well, what verse did the lord give you about this person and don't get me wrong i'm a huge proponent of that the lord definitely gave me a verse before i started you know dating tim so but i think you know it's not just one or the other it's both and it's not just have a verse and seek you know a spiritual accountability and all those things but it's also like do you enjoy being with this person <laughs> you know are they attractive to you are they fun like all those things so i think i thought about it like you know how do you find out anything is right for you how do you find the right college yeah. how do you find the right house how do you find the right outfit for an event even as simple as that and it goes down to you know do you know what you're looking for mm. Do you know what you're looking for? A lot of times, again, especially as us women, because we're like the ones who are like, oh, we need to be, we're the ones who are pursued. You know, I just will sit and wait and be pretty until a guy, uh, you know, approaches me. And yes, that's a part of it. But also it's like, just because a guy approaches you doesn't mean, you know, you say yes. Even if only one guy a year approaches you, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, you don't, you have to know what you're looking for. And that goes for you guys as well. When you go to the store and you're looking for a black jacket, don't pick up a yellow jacket. You know, that's not why you're here. And a lot of times we get distracted. But guys, that yellow jacket, fine. Exactly. The guys oh, get distracted. No. I say, oh, I want a good godly woman. Well, then why are you dating, you know, Susie from around the block? Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? You know, she was all that was available. Okay, well, is that what you're going to tell her when you propose to her? You know, you're all that's available. Absolutely not. Sit your butt down and wait. So the first thing that I would say is know what you're looking for and stick to it. Um, the other thing um, is for you to be honest with yourself, not only about what you're looking for, but also where you are in life. Um, you know, this was a heart check moment for me when Tim and I were dating when I, you know, I wanted... You know, somebody who was making all this money and had a car, I was out of debt, and all these different things. And I was like, that's not where I was. You wanted a sugar daddy. That's what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? But anyway, um, you know, but I had to be honest with myself and say, I can't expect, you know, someone to be somewhere where I am not. So that applies to like looks. That applies to, you know, finances, spirituality. You want to date a pastor, but you just got saved yesterday. Like, you know, the, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Um, and then also be honest with yourself about who they are. So that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. If you want, if you have a list, and I know that people are on and off about, should I have a list, should I not have a list, whatever. It doesn't really do whatever you need to do. Um, 
but be honest about who they are. Sometimes our emotions or like whatever the case is, excuse our view of people and that's why it's important to bring in the accountability and like your family or other people you trust to say hey what do you think about this person i'm interested in them and they'll say that's not that's not for you um you know for xyz reason so just be really really honest about you know that's what i would say be honest about what you want are, are the cherries that you're picking you're picking cherries and you said you wanted apples you know be honest about that be honest where you are in life are you a mess do you do you treat women well do you treat men well do you love your friends well should you even be in a relationship right now or are you afraid and you're pushing people off because of your past you feel like you're not worthy whatever the case is do you be honest um verify it with trusted people and know who you are you, you know know who the people are that you're attracting that you're choosing to date and make better decisions <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely now that was good you said a lot of great, I did. great lines in there that I think will be helpful. You made me laugh. You said, uh, <laughs> you just got saved yesterday. Would you want to marry a pastor? Girl, no, not yet. Maybe maybe in a couple years when you get there. All right, so oh, yeah. we hope that this episode has been helpful. We hope that it's gave you a little bit more perspective on how do I know if I'm dating the one right now or how do I know what the one will look like when I am dating? So, if it was helpful, make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button right now. Like, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we'll see you all next week on the W Podcast. Bye! Hey, it's Tim and Pauline from We Are Just Dating, and we have a question. Are you currently in a Christian dating relationship, or have you ever dated as a Christian in the past? If you answer yes to either of those questions, we actually have a quick four question survey anonymous that we want you to take. And here's the whole goal. We're creating new content in the next few months yeah. to help people with Christian dating. Oftentimes we feel like people who are dating as Christians feel like it's either over spiritualized or you feel like there's a lack of practical tools to help right. you have a great relationship. And we are coming to change that. We want to provide solutions for you. Yeah, we're going to be reading each and every response personally and taking your feedback and using that to create content that you can trust. Our goal, actually, is to help you solve some of Christian dating's greatest challenges. So we're so excited to partner further with you all. Check out the link in our bio.